Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten. And I'm Marvin Williams. And today is episode 72. Wow. We are closing in on the end of the list in Hebrews 11. And today we are focusing on a person and a group of people, Samuel and the prophets. Yep, yep. I have to say this before we get started. I love when you say, it is a conversation among friends, and I, I feel so special that I'm considered your friend. Well, absolutely you are, <laughs> and it is very fun. And, and truly, I've told people, we don't, this is not a scripted thing. It exactly. truly is a conversation between friends. Yeah, I love in it. In all sense of that word, yeah. Speaking of friends. Okay. Um, friends love, I mean, one of the one of the attributes of friendship is the ability to listen. So, um, and being able to pay attention. So when is it difficult for you to listen and pay attention or be attentive? Okay, the short answer is when I'm doing something else. Okay. Like, and so I do have to be very aware of particular, like if one of my kids comes in the room and starts talking, if I'm making dinner or I'm doing something else, like stopping what that is to give them my attention or to say, I cannot give you my attention right now. Could you wait just a few minutes? Um, so that for sure. It, I also think when the topic is maybe not very interesting, like <laughs> yeah. my uh, oldest son, Jonathan, <laughs> Um, has since he was a very little guy loves facts and information and he would read books that were designed to be reference books like um, those guides for Disney World or things like that (laughs) that you were supposed to just refer to he would read them cover to cover and read them aloud (laughs) and so there were times when we would be in the car and he is you know just going on and on and on about all of the restaurants through Epcot Center or something, which was kind of interesting maybe for a few minutes. But then I find myself, I would find myself saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, trying to give some vocal <laughs> participation, but not really. And then he would call me out and he'd say, mommy, don't say mm-hmm, because he knew I, that meant I wasn't really listening. Sorry, listen, Jonathan. Jonathan, we love you. We love you if you listen to this podcast, all right? Uh, for me, it is when... When people don't get to the point, I mean, they again, they are they're spider webbing. They go here, they go here, they go here, and then at 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 some point, I forget what the question was, yeah, where you were going in this conversation, and so, uh, and and periodically, I'll break in and say, okay, tell me exactly what do you want from me, and what is the question, or what are you trying to say. And then they'll get back to it. So that's I. That's when it's a little bit more difficult. That's to a good to. emotionally healthy relationship skill. Do you remember that? That at the end you say, "Now, what is the one thing that you want me to remember from this conversation?" I, I paid good attention job. then. So that was all right. right. Well, why are we talking about listening and paying attention? Well, because one of the individuals that we are talking about, or the individual that we're talking about this episode, is Samuel. And um, and Samuel, one of his um, one of the bigger events in his life mm-hmm. is listening and hearing God. We're going to get to that, but um, but but God God had a special plan for him. And one of the ways we understand God's special plan for us is for us to be able to be to have a posture to listen 
and listen well, to know God's voice and to be able to respond to it. So that's what we're talking about. A little bit. What are we talking about? What we're talking about today? So, um, so, so when did like t- tell us a little bit about Samuel? Yeah. So we can find Samuel's story. Wait for it in the book of First Samuel. <laughs> he gets a book named after him. Um, wow, I didn't know that. So <laughs> very helpful. And, and actually, he's the. He is the first guy that we've talked about that has a book, right? Now I got to think back because even Abraham, Moses, they don't have their, okay. So, but Samuel's story does start even before he's born, really. Um, He, he his mother, Hannah, um, had been praying and praying for a child and she is not able to get pregnant. She goes to the temple, she's praying. She's praying with such emotion that Eli, the priest, even thinks she's drunk and like tries to shoo her aside. But it it is the biggest grief in her heart that Mm -hmm. she is not able to have a child. And she makes a promise that if she does, then she will dedicate him to God's service. Hmm. And and that's exactly what she does. God God opens her womb. He blesses her. Uh, She has a child, names him. Wait for it, Samuel, <laughs> and and that's exactly exactly what she does. She um, she dedicates him back to the Lord, takes him to the temple to be kind of an apprentice um, of of Eli the priest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, which is kind of a crazy thing for us to think about in our day. Like we can't. I mean, I can't imagine dead that dedicating my child to God as in leaving him there to be raised in the right. temple. Now we do have dedication though. Yep. We we do that as a um one of our milestones here at Trinity. The idea of not in the literal sense leaving your child at Trinity Church, please don't do that. Um <laughs> but dedicating yourselves to raising them in God's will in his ways and um praying for that lifelong commitment for them as well. Yeah, and and it's probably, man, it, it's one of those ministries here at Trinity Church that I love to connect with because we're really encouraging parents to build faith into their children as Hannah did with, um, with Samuel, even as she left him with Eli, to, trusting that Eli would even build faith into, help to build faith into uh, Samuel's life as well. And and as as Samuel grew up, one of these passages that we we love to see, and it's kind of almost a, um, a foreshadowing of what was said about Jesus. It says that and the and the child Samuel grew in stature and in favor with the Lord and with men. That's First Samuel chapter two and verse twenty six. And so we see that he's not only growing physically. He's growing spiritually and he's growing socially. And all three of these things are so important for any child's growth. And uh, and I love the fact that uh, we get a chance to see how Samuel actually grows. And um, these are very three very important aspects of anybody. And um, we get, I love that passage. Reference to Luke chapter two, verse 52, mm-hmm. when it's the same things were said of Jesus, that he grew in um, in stature, favor with God and favor with men. And so I just love that passage. And again, it's for us, we're to build this kind of faith into our children, help them grow physically, help them to grow spiritually and to acclimate in a world that um, that's that's super important to to be able to connect with other people. So I love that about Samuel. 
Yeah. And then chapter three is this listening story that we were referencing at the beginning where Samuel, as a young boy, um, is going to sleep. He hears a voice calling him and he goes and because he assumes, of course, it's Eli, the priest who must be calling. No, I'm not. I'm not calling you. Go back to bed three times. He hears the voice and responds. Well, two times he responds. And then Eli realizes Wait a second. It's not me. It's the Lord. Well, I'll tell you first of all, that would scare that would scare the living daylights out of me <laughs> if, if I heard a voice like that. But anyway, that that's that's beside the point. <laughs> so we're talking about Samuel and him listening to God. Go ahead. Yes. I'm sorry. And so he but uh Eli prompts him to respond, speak, Lord, for your servant is yeah. listening. Great verse. And that is a phrase that we, maybe if you didn't realize that, you may have heard that phrase without knowing the context of that story. But what a beautiful posture for us all mm. to have. Yeah. You know, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. That we are, we talk about prayer is not just talking to God, yeah. but it is a conversation with God. And God has things to say. Sometimes we just got to slow down. Yeah. To listen and 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 you know we we obviously we talk to God through prayer mm-hmm. we hear him responding to us since his response to us through the spirit and even through the word and so when we read the scripture it is it is God speaking to us and when we hear the word whether it's preached or whether it's we we're studying it or whether we're doing a devotion or what have you um it is really asking the spirit of god to give us a posture to actually put into practice yes what we read what we hear and it doesn't have to be like 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 i got to do 50 things it could be just just a little bit of of i'm going to respond differently to someone who I may not like, or I'm going to respond differently to my children, or I'm going to ask God for wisdom. And then once he provides a situation, I get to apply that to that situation. And so having a hear and obey posture is super important when we are following Jesus and doing and doing his work. Now, one of the first, so, so Samuel is also, um, He's, he's also kind of considered a prophet. Mm-hmm. And one of the first prophecies, if you will, or one of the first assignments that he has um, is kind of one that that required cur- courage. For sure. Because he tells Eli, his mentor, that he and his sons, that God is going to take them, um, take their priestly duties away from uh, from them. Because Eli and his sons, well, Eli kind of looks the other way while his sons are doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And so he has to actually tell his mentor mm-hmm. that that God is actually going to remove you from your post. And I, I would find that very difficult, especially someone you respect, yeah. you love, and yet uh, this hear and obey yep. culture it it for 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 Samuel it was no I would rather obey God in this case than to let my relationship prevent me from doing that and so mad respect big ups to Samuel for obeying God um, even when it was very difficult to do yeah and we see that hear and obey throughout Samuel's entire life we'll Absolutely. We'll, we'll circle back on that um, I love at the end of that story just some commentary by the writer that says the Lord was with Samuel as he grew up and he let none of his words fall to the ground. 
Yeah. Just that yeah. picture of, I mean, those are some powerful words. What Samuel said had meaning and they were not wasted. Um, he is a prophet, a messenger from God. Yeah, and that, yeah. and so his words, he listened, he passed on messages, he obeyed, and we'll see that continue throughout. Love that. Love it. Yeah. Um, he is also a judge. We This list of people that we've spoken about on recent episodes have all been judges. Samuel does have a variety of roles with his people. So he's a prophet. Um, he is serving in the temple as a priest. And uh, he is a judge, the last judge. Yep, yep. And so in chapter seven, we see they're in a battle with the, the Philippians. And another verse that I just think is super powerful um, is verse chapter seven, verse 12, when it says, Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mizpah and Shen. He named it Ebenezer saying, thus far has the Lord helped us. And I love that posture of Samuel to let's note God's provision, his um, his strength, his power right here in this moment. Yeah. Like just gonna, and I believe this isn't even when the war is not even done. But like, okay, thus far, yep, God's been with us thus far. We don't know still what's coming up. We don't know what the future holds. But we're gonna mark this moment and remember. Yeah, and and again, I, I love these. Um, these notes that we can give ourselves or some setting up some memorial. Mm -hmm. I, re I remember when I was growing up, um, there was a song that had the word Ebenezer, you know, today we mark our Ebenezer. And I'm saying like, what? He? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Ebenezer? It's like Ebenezer Scrooge right, or something. Yes. And, and it was, it was, uh, it was like when I was in my twenties, I actually took, took the time to like, look it up. And it was like, oh, this is pretty powerful that, you know, that God is our help and he has helped us. And, um, and, and maybe you're struggling right now, or maybe you're dealing with some things and you're saying, I, I feel weak and I feel like I have no help. Uh, this is this is a reminder that you can call on God to help you. Mm -hmm. And when he does help you, whether internally or externally, um, we encourage you to set up a memorial, set up in a journal or something that says in this moment in time, write a date on it that God uh, God helped us. And um, and we can return to that um, to be reminded. And I think um, when. Samuel does that and saying that God has helped us raising an Ebenezer. I thought, uh, I think this is such a, such a very powerful image for not only then, but also for us as, uh, for us as well. Yeah. And we see that idea of reflecting on the importance of what God has done. Um, as time continues, the people of Israel are like, we want a king. We want to be like everybody else. Yeah. We're tired of these judges. We want to be, we want to have a king. So, um, Samuel then it becomes the one who anoints the king and he has kind of a farewell speech in chapter 12 and two different times in verse 7 and 24 in this same speech. I just think it's significant that he mentions the importance of reflecting on what God has done. Yeah, there is this Ebenezer, but that, too, is a theme of, hey, let's remember Let's always remember where our strength comes, where our power comes from, what our, where our provision is from. It is God. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, so he, you mentioned that he, um, he anointed the, um, Israel's first king and that first king is, 
King Saul and um, and 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 Samuel, you know, he he actually advises the people against it at mm-hmm. first, and then God even relents in a sense, and He has mercy and says, "Okay, I'm I'm your king, but since you want a king, I'm going to give you a king." And so Samuel goes and he anoints Saul. And Saul turns out to be um, not a hear and obey kind of king, right. and um, and Samuel has to um, remind him again that you're 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 not going to be king anymore. God wants to anoint another king, and so Samuel goes, and and God sends him to find another king and anoint another king, and. And we find out that that king is not a man, but a little boy. Mm-hmm. And he goes and he anoints King David or he anoints David, Jesse's son, uh, to be the to be the next king. What some of the unique things about that anointing that we we may want to highlight? Yeah. So that takes place in First Samuel chapter 16. Um, God directs Samuel to go to Jesse. The Jesse's one of Jesse's sons is who he will be anointing, and so he comes out with his young adult sons, attractive, strong, great-looking guys. So I'm sure now this is the Carolyn version. This is not NIV or ESV, <laughs> but I'm sure Samuel's thinking, "All right, sure, yeah, one of these guys. Yep, so yeah. probably the oldest." And and then God says, "No, that's not not the one." And okay, well maybe they're you know. God, God knows something I don't know. So the next guy, how about the next guy? Continues on down the line. It's not any of them. And uh, God makes a statement to Samuel in verse seven that says, uh, don't consider his appearance or his height for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things that man looks at. Man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Yeah. So, Yes, God knew something that Samuel for sure did not see. And what an important reminder for us all. Um, one, that it doesn't matter so much. We're, we, Our bodies are temples. We're called to take care of them. But that's not what makes us valuable. That's not what makes us um, better is what our appearance looks like. Absolutely. Absolutely. God is looking at our hearts. So yep. there's a lesson for us in how we view ourselves and for sure also how we view other people. We we do look at outward appearance. We're, that's what we can mostly see. But what an important reminder to look beyond that, to not make those quick judgments, um, to look at people's hearts. Yeah. And and God, um, you know, we, we've already talked about this with David and God knew David's heart. He yeah. knew that David would, um, when he failed, he would confess and repent. He knew that David um, would love him and worship him um, uh, unprovoked, that um, he didn't need someone to kind of chide him to do that. And so, uh, so God was able to look in um, in David's heart and and see that this he was going to be a king after my own heart, and and the people of Israel got with Saul what exactly what they what they wanted and and probably even deserved at the time, and so um, so 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 Samuel is able to again he hears and he obeys God. He anoints uh, David, this little ruddy boy, and uh, and ultimately David does become king. But again, it is Samuel who is listening to God 
and obeying God, listening to God and obeying God. And I think he is a great, great example for all of us to to build our hear and obey muscle. And I think we have uh, we have an everyday opportunity to do that, whether when we're reading the scripture, when we're living in community, we can exercise um, we can exercise that that muscle. Um, Another story with with Samuel, he, you know, he tells Saul, we kind of backtrack a little bit. He tells Saul after um, you finish the war, you're supposed to kill all of the Amalekites, literally every uh, every part of the Amalekites. And um, and 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 Saul doesn't do it. He he only half heartedly obeys. Mm -hmm. And uh, and there's another line that is is just memorable where um, where Samuel says it is better uh, to obey than to sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. And so again, we see and hear this theme of obedience, obedience, obedience. And Samuel becomes, I think, a prototype of what it means to obey God, even when it's difficult, obey God even in the dark times, and to obey God um, even when um, you have a lot of people deciding to disobey God. So mm-hmm. I love the fact that he gives us and leaves us this example. Mm-hmm. And he is representative of what the other prophets did yeah. um, that follow him. The In Hebrews 11, it says Samuel and the prophets. So we're just going to leave them in their generic group. But the prophets all did those very things. They pointed, they were messengers from God who pointed the Israelites towards obedience focused on that heart posture, that obedience is better than sacrifice, and that um, also the importance of listening to God. All of the prophets did that. So as we wrap up this episode, what can we believe about God, ourselves, and others, which are actually great questions when we're reading a passage of scripture for any of us. Absolutely. How we can hear, that that may be what God is teaching you. What can you believe about God from this passage or in our case today, from the story of Samuel <laughs> and then about ourselves and others. Yeah, I, I think for for Samuel, at least believing what we can believe about God is that um, that that God sometimes he raises up a prophet or a judge and he places them right in the midst of dark times. Hmm. So Samuel's entire life was about um, the the darkness of the moment. And that's the reason he was able to hear God and, and and not only hear God, but also proclaim God's word in the midst of that, helping bring people back to God, um, uh, causing or stirring revival in the sense. So I think the the that that God still calls prophets and men and women, and he places them in the middle of darkness uh, to be light, to be a voice to proclaim his word in, in those, uh, in those times. So I think God is still calling people Mm -hmm. and maybe he's calling, if you're listening, he's calling you to be that light in the midst of darkness. Yeah. Uh, Kind of a a slant of that. We can believe that God speaks to us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The story of Samuel as a little boy and even the Ebenezer is a recognition of God's activity in their battle. Um, even Samuel with anointing David, like he recognized God is in this. God has a part in this. God speaks. And then it's ours to listen and obey. Yeah. And I think that's the part for uh, what can I believe about myself that uh, or believe about us is that 
we, we have, we really do have the capacity to obey. God actually wants to empower us to obey him mm -hmm. and um, that we can actually obey in moments where it feels like it's difficult to obey. And, and I think I think community helps with that. I think us being together, yes. spurring one another on yep. to love and good works. And um, I think God does call us to obedience and he empowers us to do it, so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you friends for joining us. Have a spiritual conversation with a friend yourself this week.